What's up, everybody? My name is Arsene, and this is Joseph here on the other side. And today, we're going to fill the biggest swimming pool with zoomy golf balls, bouncy balls. Yeah, my name is uh, Chandler Bingsby, and I'm just here for, I'm just here to hang out, you know? And if you thought that was crazy, what we're going to do before we fill the swimming pool with bouncy balls, golf balls, what we're going to do next is give every homeless person on the street a hundred thousand dollars. Hey, can I give, can I hand some of them out? I just want to look like I'm a part of the video. And after we give every homeless person a hundred thousand dollars, we're going to go on Twitter and kill everybody that, that complains about it and says that, that I'm a capitalist pig. Uh, we're going to murder them. We're just going to uh, kill them. Mm. And don't forget, I'm Arsene, and over here is Joseph. Joseph is not really doing anything. This was all my idea. I am Arsene Lakpa. And we're going to kill them all. Yeah, Arsene, that guy is crazy, bro. Get him That's off the crazy. show. Get him off right now. Kill him. So anyway, uh, that was just me reenacting everything that Arsene uh, said to me a couple days ago. He, I did say that. He swore me to secrecy to tell me not to repeat it, but I got it. I got to tell the podcast. And that's a part of the, that's a part of the, that's the part oath. of the secrecy. Yeah. yeah. You guys are in on a secret too. Come on now. So, yeah. By the way, what's your address again, bro? Who, mine? Yeah. Yours. Uh, I, just, I got, I got to send you something. Don't worry about Google, it. Though. Oh, you got to send me something. Google yeah. the address for the Atlanta police department. That's my address. <laughs> I just moved there. <laughs> oh, you moved there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I just did it. Yeah. Make sure Thank you put you. your name on the package too. So I can get okay. it. Okay. I got yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyways, we're Dang. back, baby. That was the long ass bit we did there. That's a good one though. That was a good one. We got, uh, you know, I'm on some crazy energy, all right? Work is insane. And not only that, I'm coming off a four-day bender in Boston. Ooh. And I got a lot of stories to tell. And luckily for us, this week just timed out perfectly. It's the monthly cooldown week. You know, we get to talk about whatever. We don't got to talk about video games. We always talk about video games. And that's just, it. it is what it is. But we're going to talk a lot about packs. I got a lot of fun little stories for you. Uh, but first. I've been, sir. I've been pretty good, you know. We taking care of the baby over here. We living, we living our little uh, fatherhood dreams out. You know, it's like I'm playing The Sims Four. Um, the baby is not on fire yet, so that's kind of a W, I guess, at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're coming up on some milestones here. Two months as the day two this months. episode drops, the baby will be two months old. She's lifting her head up. She's looking around. She's she's following people. She's like, you know, let's go, I'm, let's go. I'm gonna pause you here. Uh-huh. Uh I have to take care of some uh business. Whoa. Uh, Flora Flora did some business in the house, all right? Flora did business in the house. She's too old uh, for this, bro. <laughs> She's looking at me right now. She's in this little corner looking at me all late. Like, yeah, that's right. Uh so keep talking about your baby. I'll be back. All right, I'll talk. This is the baby baby uh podcast update for you guys. Just want to let you know, baby's doing fine. She has been gassy recently, though. So that's kind of been uh, quite the downside because in the mornings, <laughs> let me tell y'all, inconsolable. Like when I tell y'all, y'all, you, you may have heard a crying baby before, right? But have you heard a crying baby for, I don't know, 10 plus minutes, 15 minutes, 20, 30 minutes? No, because at that point, you're probably, well, maybe if you're already in this parenting, you know, stage of your life maybe if you are already in this babysitting stage of your life where you're taking care of a baby but if you're not bro 
you don't know what it's like out here. You don't know what it's like in these streets. Um, being gassy for so long and, you know, crying for so long, it really takes a toll on the parents. I'm, I'm just going to say it like that, bro. Cause, oh my uh, God. The, the morning times have been, uh, kind of rough, but I will say this. It hasn't been rough for me, baby, because we got the grand, the, the grandparents come in in the mornings. They're coming in to, to you know, help us out a little bit and I uh-huh. get to sleep right through it. Let's go. Wow. But it, it sounds, it sounds like it's a, a struggle. That's all oh I'm going to say. God. Yeah. Oh my God. So thanks to them. Uh, they're, they're dealing with the crime baby in the mornings. Sometimes I'm going to put this out here. Sometimes I'm, I'm here. I, I wake up. I hear the baby crying in the other room. I'm like, dang, they got it. <laughs> <laughs> dang. What do you say? Uh, not my zoo, not my monkeys or whatever the fuck. That is. Whoa, whoa. That sounds racially charged, bro. <laughs> Maybe it was. Maybe, Maybe it, was. it was. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I do feel like I, I've heard that saying before. Not my. No, I gotta look it up. Anyways, not, it's not my zoo, not not my monkeys, not my circus, not my, not my circus, not my monkeys. There we Damn. go. I, I was for a second, I you was a little scared. I was like, did I throw monkeys in there just randomly? No, no, no. Definitely, damn, it's crazy when you look up "not my circus, not my monkeys." The first tag on Google is offensive. <laughs> is it? We're, we're <laughs> is, trying to is figure it, it out. Racist? We're trying to get to the bottom of it. It's apparently uh, it's a Polish phrase, so it's okay, not okay. They open it. They're not racist racing. over there. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't think there's any I'm racist sure. bone in a person from Eastern Europe. No, no they way. They love black it's people over there. Impossible. Yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. How many tears? How many tears? Not of joy. All right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I don't give a damn about those tears. How many tears have been shed? Due to this baby's uh, just tantrums from me or the baby's tears? No, the from, cumul- from the from, from the parents. me. Oh hell no! I don't know about Angelique, but I'm I'm not crying at all, bro. Because I'm like okay. the way the way I look at it. She's a baby, you know. We we mm-hmm. love her. We're giving her all this affection. You know, we're raising her. But that's just a part of life. You know, sometimes in life you gotta cry because you just you know you're so gassy that you, and you can't shit. You know, you you gotta <laughs> just like you know let out these tears. You gotta scream so loud that it gives people headaches. Like you know, you can't. You just gotta do that. So I'm okay. letting her do her thing. I'm letting her vibe out as uh, she needs to. So I'm not gonna worry about it. I'm not gonna cry about okay. it. That's I need I'm a saying. stat. I need a stat check from Angelique as well. Okay, I'll tell you what happened when we first got Flora. We were trying to cage train her. Mm-hmm. And Flora was not having it. Still to this day, she's never been cage trained. She never once properly slept in her, her crate without being thrown out of fit she's a small little dachshund she was like she could fit in the palm of my hand when we first brought her home but yeah. still she she went and she was wham wham and we, and like we looked on reddit they're like oh just let them cry it out just let them cry it out let her cry it out look at you to the crate flora did not cry it out she would cry for hours bro she would not get tired it was unsufferable yeah you gotta you, do it it's days bro let me tell you, we did it for days. It never okay, stopped. Okay. We couldn't get no sleep. And let me tell you, Amanda, she had some tears. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, she was stressed tears. out. She what was, was like, I don't know. So was she, were they tears of worry for the dog or was it tears of just the fact that just her frustration, life a frustration? Mm-hmm. She was like, okay, how long okay. is this going to go on? We, we're not getting any sleep. 
Me? Mm. Okay. I'm like, this is kind of annoying, but also, she's a dog. She's going to do her That's the way. Yeah, thing. that's what I'm saying. But I'm going to be honest, knowing Flora, my precious dog of two plus years, I don't know if she ever would have been trained. She's a stubborn little woman. Damn. I don't know. She, she's not playing around. All right. She don't, she don't play. She said, hey, I'm going to make your life hell until you get me out of this uncomfortable situation. She got so, a unstubborner. I mean, maybe that's true, but I think it's just hard because uh, we also live in an apartment. So if we live that's in a regular true. home, we let her just go, go, go. But we're like, dang, it's like you 3 a.m. Yeah, she's trying to get us evicted. She's like, it's it's either it's either me or we all gonna go. So I was like, Holy oh shit. Okay. shit, okay, damn, yeah, that's 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 a tricky one. Yeah, I mean, okay, but she don't need no crate. She's sleeping in her bed right now, looking at me directly in my eyes. She's chill. Good, good. I'm glad that she's chilling now. It would have been nice if she could be crate trained, because you know, I'm sure that would make would have made a lot of, you know. What made y'all happy a lot of the time? Yeah. And they would just yep. go out, not worry about her, you know? She's she's fine now. She's 100% fine. She, yeah, she's a she grown literally, woman now. When we leave the house, she literally only sits next to the door. It's quite sad. That's Very actually tragic. That's how she does it. I mean, y'all don't leave her there for that long, so. Did, yeah, you, did she I mean, miss you? Did she miss did. you while you were gone at PAX? Uh, she did, but she didn't really give me the energy that I wanted when I walked through the door. Okay. I don't know if I can, if it was cause I came in at like 11 PM or what it was, but you know, I, she's, she's greeted Matt with more energy than she, uh, she greeted me. She yeah, greets not. Matt with more energy pretty much every time she sees him. What the I think heck? Matt bro? might be one of her favorite people in the world. I'm not even playing. Like, I don't, I don't want to play the race card here. But... I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. I don't know. We have to see. We have to check uh, Florian with Doctor Umar. See if he could uh, yeah. give a, give yeah. the full di- diagnosis. Absolutely, absolutely. It's something. I I love you over there, Flora, but something ain't right. The energy oh, levels need to be fixed. Uh, yeah. Anything else going on in the past week? Um, nothing too crazy on my end. There was one thing I wanted to. You know, we've just been playing, you know, some patch quest still. I'll, I'll have mm-hmm. some thoughts on that. I'm, I'm probably nearing the end, but I'll be there next week, I think. Okay. I'm trying to run through it so I can get to some other games. Um, so it's been, it's been pretty good. I wanted to discuss this Last of Us, uh, PC port just for like a minute. Oh, you're bringing up news. Oh, interesting. Uh, it's, interesting. you know, okay. just a slight news thing, just because. Did one, you buy like, it? I didn't buy it. I have no okay. plans of okay. buying it. But one little interesting note that that just kind of you know tickles my little stomach, t- tickles my little tummy to, yeah. to think about is the fact that uh, the Last of Us port was helped. Like it was, you know, it was ported to PC from PlayStation, obviously, and mm-hmm. the team that helped do that was Iron Galaxy, aka the Rumbleverse devs. And I just oh, want to, I just wow. think that that shit is so funny to me, you know. I, it's probably not funny to anybody else. But no, just the fact that, funny. the fact that Rumbleverse, <laughs> a failed, failed Fortnite clone, had these devs working behind it. Then they're going, they're going sully the name of Last of Us like this. We got people all over. The, the, if you go on Steam right now, Last of Us Part One is in the, it's in the red. Mostly yeah, negative. They're having some, they're having some troubles. 
You got people talking about some. This is my crash counter. I've crashed 14 times in a row. <laughs> I can't get, I, I've got the best specs. How come this isn't working? What's going on? Fix the game. We got people showing screenshots of, uh, Last of Us running on Steam Day. Joel looking crusty and busted. You got, <laughs> you got, uh, cutscenes. People flying out of the, uh, in the, the intro cutscene of Last of Us where they're driving in the mm-hmm. car. We got Tommy flying out of the car. Not even, <laughs> he's just going all over the place. I'm like, what? Who, how did this happen, bro? I don't. I, I just don't. It just. Hey, it must be the Rumbleverse curse, bro. That's must must be the Rumbleverse curse. If they would have kept it alive, maybe we wouldn't be here today. Maybe the port would be running smooth. That's what know. I'm saying. So we can blame Epic. We can blame Iron Galaxy. But I, I just wanted to briefly touch on that because I just found it okay. funny okay. that okay. was occurring. Okay. Also, before we get into like the packs talk, uh, two things. One, mm. you're you're caught up on Blue Lock. I'm I still actually not caught up on blue. blue Black. How are you not caught up? Wait, what? No, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. You finish I am. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, am. I am. Very hype. Very hype. I mean, what what can we say? It's good. It's a <laughs> it's, great show. It's so good for no reason. It doesn't for no deserve reason. to be this good. There's just like, it's just, I don't even know how to describe it. Because it's like, it's not. They don't do anything particularly new. I think the idea of like, hey, we're not, nobody's like, it's kind of like anti-hero, mm, like semi-anti-hero, yeah, yeah. but it's kind of just like, hey, I also like how they're kind of like, oh, there's no set group of people. Like, we're just going to yeah. keep introducing characters who we're following is constantly changing Game of Thrones style, kind of. Um, So I like that, but... There's just the set piece moments, you know. You have your moments in Attack on Titan where Levi goes and fucks up Beast Titan. You have your memorable moments when fucking uh, Deku and Todoroki clash in the the school tournament. tournament. Like, we have these moments. Blue Lock is not at the, like, it's not, like, to the hype levels of those moments, but it's just so... The way they do it, for some reason, gets me almost as hyped <laughs> as those moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they, they they set it. They make it. They bring it to that level, bro. They bring out the ego of the show. And they make it say, no, nah, we're just as good as, uh, you know, the hype moment from My Hero Academy. We're just as good as the hype moment from Naruto. When in in actuality, no, you're not. You don't deserve to <laughs> say that. But because yeah. it's the ego, bro. It's they're, the they're, pulling, ego. they're busting out the ego, the blue light ego, and they're saying, yeah. We're hot shit, bro. And they they deliver. The, the moments they they, they, they kind of hit. Even yep. with the the you know shitty use of CGI at times. Yeah. You know, you'll yep. you'll you'll have somebody you'll have players, you know, in the foreground looking well animated, then in the background you got somebody walking like a like a Unity project. Yeah, you know, it looks like, terrible, a, like a thumb thumb from uh, Spy Kids. <laughs> from Spy Kids one, yeah. So it's a, it's a good ass anime, and I'm very excited to see where they go with it, you know. Yeah, with, me too. Know, how how far are they going? I, I looked, and there are. I think we're about. They have animated eighty ish chapters mm-hmm. of the manga. I think they they must be like short chapters, and mm-hmm. they're at like chapter two hundred something right now. So okay, we, there's material. We're definitely okay. got probably enough material for you know full season two. Okay. But I don't. I don't know. I, I believe that the manga is still going. So it's like you know, who knows? I guess it's not going to end until our boy uh, Isagi wins the World Cup. 
yeah, until he defeats sure. his idols. That's the only way I could see this ending. That's what I would think too. Unless I, mean, I guess. I guess unless, bro. What let me just a quick hypothetical. Okay. We okay. go through all this. Mm-hmm. He gets to the World Cup. You know how we we ju- you just meant, you just said you never know you know what happens. It's, it's very Game of Thrones style. He makes it through Blue Lot. He's the chosen striker for Japan, and he gets fucking washed in the World Cup. <laughs> then we get a Blue Lock too, where we have to no. do it. We have to. We Isagi comes up and he has to like train somebody new or something. Or, I don't oh know, my! It would be kind of sick if it was like he got washed. And then they were like, hey, bro, now we got a whole new set of strikers that are about to come and watch him. Because they're like, yeah, he wasn't good enough. But I don't know. We'll see. It'll be we'll interesting. See. We will see. In however many years it's going to take for, for that. Yeah. Until then, we've got uh, Jujutsu Kaisen coming back July. When is that? Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. July 3rd or something like that. That's going to be a heater. Um, Demon Slayer? When was that coming back? Demon Slayer. I want to say in like a, like a week or two. Mm, ain't no way. So, yeah, no Demon way. Slayer is coming up soon. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm trying to think, is there anything else? I, we're kind of, and then I guess we're waiting on the final, final, final episode of Attack on Titan. That's in the fall, maybe. That's, That's in, in the, the fall. fall. But yeah, we're kind of light on content. This is kind of a light. This is kind of crazy. Anime time. We we got yeah. through our Chainsaw Man. We got through, you know, or I guess we're working through Vinland Saga right now, and I haven't, I haven't even watched that. I think they're yeah, kind of. I'm, like I'm a, holding off. Yeah, understandable. It's kind of like a slow season, I think it's supposed to be, because he's like living on a farm or something. I'm like, dang, I need him to start killing again. (laughs) So we need to start murdering, bro. What's going on? Maybe, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. This is what I'll say. Anime is starting to get slow because video games are starting to speed up. Baby, first of all, before I I even get to PAX, bro, the fucking... Tears of the Kingdom gameplay oh, trailer. We gotta talk about it. We gotta I'm talk hyped, about it. bro. And I'm gonna you give it a disclaimer. You need to beat Breath of the Wild. I don't understand. I'm gonna give it. Look, okay. I, I didn't beat Breath of the Wild. I was just about to say. I went back. I played uh, Wind Waker. Had a good time. Breath of the Wild just is different, right? And I'm like beating Breath of the Wild isn't as exciting to me as the discovery of Breath of the Wild. So, like, if I pick it back up, I'm more looking to see. Oh yeah, what have I missed? Like, what else can I find? Uh, but if I don't beat it, I'd be like, oh, this ain't at the end of the world. I do want to see how the story ends, but there's barely any story in that game. Let's be real. That is true. The reason I like Breath of the Wild is exactly what they show me in this fucking trailer where they're just doing random ass doing stuff, shit. Where you're just like, what is this mechanic, bro? Like, <laughs> it seems like. It seems like they installed cheat codes into Breath of the Wild, and now you're just doing cheat codes in the game. So, yeah. like, let me just hear your thoughts before I even go anymore. Yeah, I think it was already crazy enough. If you think about Breath of the Wild, that jump from, when was our last main line? Skyward Sword. Uh, Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword, I guess so. They they had a uh, the 3DS game Link Between Worlds, but I don't know if mm-hmm. we really want to count that. But regardless, no. the you jump to Breath of the Wild, it's open world. Everybody's like, okay, sure. Then they give you this suite of tools where you're like, okay, you can freeze an object, and then you can apply moment like physics to this object. And you're like, okay, that's crazy. You can drop you know bombs out of the blue, and you're like, okay, sure, that's you know typical Zelda stuff. You can like use the little magnet tool or whatever, whatever, whatever. This one just takes that and it says, what if we just like loaded up your abilities like 
on crack or something like that. What yeah. if we just gave you something, a whole new suite of abilities to just completely blow your mind? I didn't think they could, I didn't think it could be done. I thought we were going to end up with, you know, the same abilities as the first game, maybe one new one followed by, you know, to, you know, handle like all of the sky traversal and whatnot. Um, and then, you know, just have this new map, this, these new opportunities to explore. It looks like they're completely rebuilding from the ground up. Uh, and just, they're just really keeping it fresh, man. And I, I really do appreciate, uh, what Nintendo has done with, uh, with Tears of the Kingdom. And I haven't even gotten my hands on it yet. I'm very excited to see where we're going, uh, story wise, you know, cause it, I don't understand why there are even threats, you know, this is not really a spoiler, spoil, like for the end of the game, you beat the, you beat Ganon. Like that's yeah. not a, that's just what you do every <laughs> Zelda game. Why are we struggling with this man again? Who is this corpse in like this, like cryptic ass trailer that looks like him? Why is he, you know, spitting out black goo? Like all the, like what, what is going on? I want to know what's going on in the world. I want to continue doing the discoveries. I did see in the trailer, there were those massive ass dragons again. Yes. Um, so I was like, okay, we're bringing those back. That'll be another fun time. I want to see how they, you know, maybe if they switch, I would love to see if they like switched up you know, kind of like their interaction in the world. Like, you know, I think before it was just kind of like a thing where you can kind of just see them and you, you shoot get, them uh, and get a scale. You, sh- you shoot them and you get the scale that like can sell for like a, a lot of rupees or something. I remember, I remember mm-hmm. the X play. I did the X play for like an hour where if you, oh, uh, no. you aim it, aim your arrow right at this one angle. It would always hit the dragon. Then you go sit at a campfire and you wait 24 hours. Then you do it again. Boom, boom, boom. You pick up like, <laughs> you know, 200, uh, horn, uh, dragon horns in an hour and you make like, you know, a million rupees. I want to see if maybe they, I was scamming the game. I want to see if maybe they inco- like, you know, really incorporate these dragons this time, you know, have them doing something crazy in the story, have them doing something crazy like in the world. Maybe I can actually ride them this time. That would be really cool. Um, it just kind of, it just kind of, you get the gears going in your head after seeing this trailer. If you haven't seen the Tears of the Kingdom gameplay overview, um, at first, obviously I was excited to see it, but at first I was like, oh, well, I don't really need to see this because I know I'm going to play the game, whatever. Who cares about this gameplay trailer? I'm glad I watched this shit because this shit was crazy. It was genuinely crazy, the the new mechanics that they've added to the game. Um, and although I sound like a Nintendo show right now, I'm uh I'm very excited for the game. So that, that yeah. that's my let me step off my soapbox here. What did you think? No, of the no. I mean, Matt's talking about it right now. I skimmed Breath of the Wild two gameplay. They doubled down on consumables and physics stuff. Anyway, bet most Breath of the Wild fans will like enemies being more creative. This might be the first time Matt has ever said anything about Breath of the Wild without something slanderous in the same sentence. So even that's Matt, crazy. That is Even crazy. they got him off of his negative soapbox. Let me tell you, watching this trailer, like, once again, I didn't know what to expect. Was I excited for Breath of the Wild 2? Sure, I was excited, but I wasn't hyped because I just didn't know. I didn't beat the game. I had no expectations. I had nothing, like, to, to like, hope for or want for. 
But then when they started showing the features, when they started showing, hey, all this random shit you always pick up in video games, you can now fuse that with your arrows. You can fuse that with your shield. You can have more utilities with the stuff that you have in your inventory. That's fucking sick. You can build vehicles based off of logs and little fans. Depending on how creative you can get, who knows? I'll have a giant flying airship or whatever. Let's go. (laughs) That's sick. Like just, just even like the warping through the, the, the roof of stuff like i can see there's there being things where it's like oh like i'm in this cave like let me just warp through and maybe there's like a inner cave within the cave where you warp through the roof and you think you're gonna come out up top somewhere but you really get mm, put into some dungeon elder ring style or some shit like they like i don't know if that's gonna happen but there are limitless possibilities jumping from the fucking sky cities and like fucking fortniting down to like the yeah. ground like you said landing on a dragon like or doing literally there's literally so many things that could possibly you could possibly do just goofing off and having fun. I'm so excited about that. I don't give a damn about Ganon coming back. He can take the fucking place. As long as he keeps the lights on, as long as the blood moon ain't out damn. 24-7. Okay. He can keep it. I don't care. I just want to experiment. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. very hyped. Uh, I do hope like that we get some cool uh, iterations on the shrines, on the dungeons and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I know a lot of people are asking about that, but um, yeah, I'm hyped now. Like I was... I I didn't know what to expect. I was just like, oh, of course I'm going to get it because it's going to be a 10 out of 10, pretty much mm-hmm. almost undoubtedly. But I don't know what to be hyped for. I didn't know what to be hyped for with the first one. I'm hyped now. Same. I'm ready to go. Wait, did you know that I, I saw this somewhere and I don't know how true it is. Did you know that apparently there's like an underground aspect to this game as well? So not just like the sky zone and there's like, you know, obviously your main world, but there's an underground. I didn't hear about that. But I do remember, like, the very first trailer, Zelda and Link are, like, in the catacombs or some shit. So, that would be sick. That would be sick. Yeah, bro. I'm loving it. I'm ready. I'm ready. We're 40 days. Yeah, 40-something days away. Yeah, we're... I'm sorry to my... Sorry to my child. Sorry to my family. Zelda awaits. I'm sorry. Zelda's here. We're not playing. We're not playing. All right. Now, Tell me about PAX East, PAX bro. East, I need to PAX know. East. I went to Boston. As you guys know, we've been talking about it for quite a while. I went to Boston. Uh, met up with a lot of people, but I'll give you guys the play-by-play. Starting with the travel. Headed there. Best flight I've ever... Probably top two, top three flights I've ever had. All right? I'll tell you exactly okay. why, all right? Like, right before my flight, I didn't buy a ticket. I mean, I guess I bought a ticket where you could choose your seat at some point. I don't know. But... Like, I'm flying Delta, and right before my flight, I'm like, let me check my seat. I look at my seat. It's like a middle seat. I'm like, um, no, I'm not doing that. I moved to an emergency row. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Extra leg room. Like, it's whatever. And there, it was a, it was an emergency row with only two seats. So I think, like, some part about it was limited, but I was like, eh, it's okay. I don't have to at least sit next to somebody on my left. So I was like, okay, I'm chilling. Get on the plane. Uh, first of all, Delta, as of like two months ago, a couple months ago, announced, hey, all of our flights got free Wi-Fi. We don't even sweat it. We all got free Wi-Fi. That was a big dub. Uh, so I was chilling on that. Then I realized, hey, ain't nobody sitting next to me. Oh, that's a big dub. So it's me, seat next to me, free. Not only is the seat next to me free, the seat in front of me is free. And the seat to the right of me is free. Basically, the whole exit row is empty. And there's like two or three people in the exit row. 
So then we do our little thing. Hey, can you open this door uh, to the plane? If there's some accident, I say, yeah, truth is, you know, I don't know how to open this fucking door. So I think um, everybody, I think we're all, we're all under consensus. Hey, if such shit's going down, it's not going to be on me. All right. Yeah. Is yeah. It, you know, we, <laughs> I'm saying yes, but that, I ain't agreeing to shit, to be honest. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then I'm like, oh, wait. I guess I could just move to that extra row in front so I could get all three seats to myself. And plus, I don't have to be in this weird little two-seater situation. So I move, got three seats to myself, got my Steam okay. Deck, put my Steam Deck on its own seat, give my Steam Deck a seat, using all these different outlets, just chilling. Oh, and the best shit. part about it was I saw some motherfucker go up to the uh, flight attendant and say, hey, can I move back to one of those empty seats? She's like, oh, sorry. They, they, you had to be there to agree to the emergency thing. We can't let anybody move back there now. I was like, God dang! Not only <laughs> do I have this all to myself, we're now in an exclusive club. Nobody can come back Whoa, here. You yeah, can't sit with that. us. You can't sit with so us. Yeah, right? five seats basically. Basically, I basically have five seats. And I'll tell you how nice, how good it was. They gave me a little bag of sun chips. And I, for some reason, I don't know, I was, I was Hulk mode or something. I tried to open the sun chips, bag exploded everywhere, chips flying everywhere. But guess what? It didn't even fucking matter because they were all my seats. I was able to calmly pick the chips up. I didn't have to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, it was I'm fine. So sorry. All, all my space. All right. And like the clutch part about it is I fucked up. Like I had like later alligator. I had owl boy. And for mm-hmm. some reason, I started the downloads, but I didn't verify that they completed. Oh. Like I just put my Steam Deck to sleep. So none of them were downloaded. But since uh, Delta had free Wi-Fi, I downloaded them while I was on the plane, while I was playing Neon White. Just dubs. Just nice. absolute nice. dubs. Uh, what was not a dub was I r- arrived in Boston. For some reason, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll fly out at 3 I'll get there at like 11 p.m. This is a great idea. So I arrive uh, in Boston, 11 p.m., trying to get an Uber. I see an Uber, $30 to get to the hotel. And I'm like, oh, all right, I'll do it. I do my Uber. And of course, like two minutes after I start, you know, put my request in, everybody's putting the request in. So now the price has gone up to $50. My driver cancels. And now nobody's, you know, taking my taking my fucking request so i'm trying to get to the hotel nobody's taking my request took me like 30 minutes to get an uber finally got to the hotel uh i was rooming with luke and claire shout out to luke Uh and claire the homies uh and you know they're all asleep i felt super bad waking them up but uh more or less story i won't be flying in at 11 p.m anymore to anywhere unless you're gonna have to leave in the morning yeah which honestly it's probably better just wake up, bite the bullet, leave in the morning, and you know, be able to enjoy the the city for a little bit on the East Coast time. Okay, um, okay. But anyways, that was uh, that the traversal, was, the travel. That was the yeah. traversal. I'll talk about some of the non gaming aspects, some of the non gaming notable events. Uh, I did see video game donkey at PAX. Nice. Uh, did you take PAX a picture? Boston. I did not take a picture because uh, he was talking to some group of people and they were just taking too long. All right. So I was like, I, I cannot gotcha. wait all day standing just awkwardly waiting to talk to Dunkey. Didn't talk to Dunkey, but I did talk to uh, his wife uh, because nice. I ended up playing uh, Animal Well and they were there repping the game. So I'll nice. talk about that in a minute. But very, very interesting. Dunkey was there. Um, I guess it's it funny sense. because. I was going to say it was funny because uh, 
I thought I saw this man like six times. Like every motherfucker oh, looks no. like Dunky, bro. I would be like, oh shit, that's Dunky. And then I get a little closer to him, but no, nah, it's just that's just a guy. And then Some I, random that happened, white like, man. Yeah, that, that happened probably five times a day for the whole pack. So and then finally finally on the last day, I was like, Oh, that's just a guy. And I'm like, wait a second. Wait, it's actually him. It's actually Dunky. It's Dunky, so, it's Dunky. Do you know Gerard the Completionist? I know of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so, the, is saw? the Completionist, right? Or yeah, the Completionist. Go, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I he goes by some, some, I hear some people call him Gerard. <laughs> Gerard That's the Completionist. But, uh, yeah, I met him. I guess he's a friend of Cam's. Uh, so Cam introduced us. Cool guy, but he was also rapping a game called Elsie, uh, which I will talk about later. Also a sick game. So that was cool. Uh, Another person I saw, fucking top ten receiver in the NFL, Tyreek Hill. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Was at, Tyreek Hill was at Pax for some reason. What uh, the? Heck? I was like, go, I was going up the escalator or elevator to go to the convention center, and I'm like looking back, and I'm like, is that Tyreek Hill? And he's sitting there, just like a little grin on his face, with two people that just look like regular convention goers they're not black no offense not saying all black people, yeah. all black people but like they're just two regular convention goers i don't oh, know if they were talking no. to him cat but they looked like they were with him so i was like huh that's kind of odd like typically if i saw like an nfl player i would expect them to have like an entourage some security maybe big old chains he didn't know that he just looked kind of normal and the only reason i recognize him because because he has very noticeable hairstyle if you know what it is so i was like huh Okay. And then I like, did I looked it up? He was indeed there. And I guess he was at the Intel booth or something, but I only saw one tweet about it. One single guy mentioned Tyreek Hill being there. And I'm like, this tracks. Like, this is one of the few places where a top 10 NFL wide receiver can just walk around and people don't know who this motherfucker is or don't give a damn. So, uh, and honestly, fuck Tyreek Hill. He's on the Dolphins. He's a rival. All right. He's a rival. Rival to who? Patriots. New England Patriots. Oh, okay. okay. They're in our division. Uh, huh. So, so I wasn't. I wasn't even sweating. I saw him and I was like, "Get get out of here, Tyree. What are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't do um, like that." One other situation. Great time. Everybody was there. Uh, obviously, Jacob McCourt got to spend great time with Jacob McCourt. Got to spend great time with uh, Luke Lewis, Claire, uh, as well as a lot of other people. Cam Hawkins, Emmett Watkins Jr. was there. Um, so I linked up with all these people, but I was getting dinner with Luke, uh, Jacob, Claire, and the like Left Behind Game Club crew, pretty much. Uh, and we were eating. We had, went to this Mexican restaurant. We were vibing, having a good time, telling stories, having a good time. We ordered some churros, and we're enjoying mm-hmm. the churros. Uh, and you know, then the bill comes. I'm trying to figure out the bill because there's like seven people here, and you know, we got to divide it up. They're not letting us split it up, so I'm like, all right, I have an app that'll help split it up and figure it out. So let me do that. I'm trying to do that. Waiter tries to steal the churro. Trying to like you know close the shop down. No, put what that. We all like, hey, yeah. hey, hey, bring we that still eat it. Yeah, we still eat. Come on now, like I'm just trying to figure out the bill. It's what whatever. Hey, so I figure out the bill. This is one of these bills where it's like scan it and pay it online. So I'm like, uh, okay. So I scan it. Oh, okay. Pay it, and I'm like, okay, cool. And like meanwhile, 
because I'm because I'm like trying to use my app to like uh, split up the bill and figure out who who owes what. Uh, like I'm trying to do that, and the guy's like, "Oh, like are, are you good? Are you good with the bill?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to do this." He's like, "Okay, I'll come back." Comes back, so I pay it, and he comes back. He's like, "Hey, how, how's that bill going?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, it was good. We squared it all away." He's like, "Yeah, you had a tip in there." I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, I, I, I had a tip." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "You sure you had a tip in there?" I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, yeah." I'm like, "I'm like, why? This is a weird. This is a weird bit that this guy is doing." So he's like, "You sure?" I'm like, "Bro, I got you, man. I added a tip. Like, what? Chill." And then he's like, "No, you didn't add no tip." I was like, "What?" I was like, "Did I not?" He's like, no, you didn't add it. I'm like, oh. I was like, are you not fucking with me? He's like, no, no. I can show you. And then, like, I'm like, oh, shit. So I checked the Square, the whatever app, the, the, the Toast app. And sure enough, there was no tip. I was like, oh, okay, my bad, my bad. Like, So then he's, like, coming over trying to show me the receipt. Look, no, there's no tip. Like, oh, okay, yeah, my bad. I, just, I was just like, oh, yeah, I thought you were fucking with me. So that's, that's why I was, like, confused. He was like, oh, no, no, you didn't leave one. I'm like, okay. So we, like... Now we can't like go back and add the tip because I don't know, just the fucking app right, doesn't work yeah, like so that. App so work. now we all now we all gotta get our cash together. Oh twenty twenty three. Nobody has cash. But luckily one guy did have forty dollars in cash. So we covered most of the tip and we sorted that out. But I was it was so everybody at the table was just like, What is going on? I was like, What is going <laughs> on, bro? Like it was so baffling. Like he was like, because he had a smile on his face and everything when he first came. He's like, "Yeah, you you had a tip in there." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I did." He's like, "You sure?" I'm like, "Yeah, I had a tip. I had a tip." What? He's like, "You sure you had a tip?" And it started getting a little dark. I was like, "Bro, I got it. like, why you keep stop heckling me, bro? I had your fucking tip." And then I was like, "Oh, I didn't add it." And I was like, "Okay, it was my fault. I understand something went wrong, but you gotta you gotta do it better, bro. You can't like." I don't know if he thought I was trying to, you know, get one over on him. He thought you were trying to get one over him. He, he thought, thought you were I was just trying to lying fin- straight to his face like, oh, you motherfucker. Telling me you put a tip on there. I know yeah. you didn't. I'm like, you got to figure out a better way to ask that, my guy. Because I, I didn't know what was going on. So everybody was kind of like, everybody was like, huh, that was weird. So that was a fun little exchange that happened. Okay. Um, and the final little story that, that I can tell from, like, just the adventures um last day of the boston trip getting ready to head home luke and claire are like hey we're about to head to the airport do you guys want to come with my flight is like an hour after theirs so i'm like oh no like jonathan has been telling me about this pastry place that i gotta go to all right and it's a 15 minute walk from the hotel got some time to kill so let me go there mike's pastry all right okay it's in, like, this, mike's this, pastry. Little, this little italian area of boston it was a nice little walk. I'm like, I'm going to go get some pastries, bring some home for myself and Amanda. I'm going to eat one of these cannolis that Jonathan's hyping up so much. So headed there, walking, and I, I get there. It's like, you know, business out the door, people lined up, multiple lines. Everybody's just like, it's crazy. It's a madhouse in there. So I'm standing in line, and I get to the front, and then I see it, cash only. Once again, oh, the cash oh. is coming back to curse me. I'm like, what the hell you mean cash only? So I'm like, all right, this place is fucking cash only. Of course, I don't have my debit card on me because I haven't had to use my debit card in person 
in like four fucking years. So I'm like, yeah. uh, I'm like, okay, I guess I can try and get use an ATM and get money out through credit. So that's what I do. I go to the thing, and I guess you can do that. Yeah, you can. But then it was like, put your pin in. I was like, fuck, oh. I don't have a pin. So I was like, okay, I'll just call Chase. I'll just set a pin right now or something. I don't know. Oh I call my Chase god! Up. I call because I'm like, hey, he's hyped this up. I've walked 15 minutes to get here. Let me just try and do the work. All right, let me just try and do the work. I want to give Chase. It up. I call Chase. Automate it. Blah blah. blah. Press this if you want to set a new pin. Bet. Press the button. All right. We're going to set a new pin for you. Don't worry. We're going to send you the pin in the mail in seven days. Oh, oh God damn you're it. Lying. So I'm like, okay, so I just can't have no pin. So I'm fucked. Like, if there was a Wells Fargo, I guess not even a Wells Fargo because I don't have them anymore. I was about to say one time I used my phone, Android Pay, to get some, some cash out of the Wells Fargo. That wouldn't have worked anymore any, either. So. I'm like, fuck, I guess I'm not getting no Mike's pastry. Don't have any cash on me. So uh, I'll go to this other pastry place. Another line, look, it's called like Modern Pastry. I think that's the exact name. Modern Pastry. How far was Another this? Another line out the door. Just right across the street. One minute. Okay. So I'm like, okay. You know, I wanted to really go to Mike's, but Modern Pastry was right across the street. I'm in line. I see another one. Another sign. Cash only. What I'm is like, going on? I see it's like cash only, but I'm like, there's no way. There's no way this is cash only. I see the like ATM stands. I see like, or I see the little card swipes. I'm like, because there's multiple like signs, and I'm like, oh, that's the cash only line. The mm. line I'm in that's really long is the is the debit credit line or whatever card line. I didn't risk it, bro. I, I was like, all right. At this point, if I wait 30 minutes in this line, jeopardize my flight. I still get no pastries. It might might not end well for myself. So uh, I went home empty-handed. It was sad as shit. That's tragic. It was was a real tragic way to end my last moments in Boston. So so what I'm hearing is next year, I'm bringing cash. Yes, sir. Bringing some cash next year, going to Mike's Pastry. I'm not playing around. We're not playing any games. It's it's a done deal, all right? I'm eating that fucking cannoli. In fact, I'll eat two cannolis to basically avenge the one that I couldn't get the previous year. Let's go. Let's go. So that's Mike's Pastry. Um, Going to get to the games eventually, I swear. I do want to shout out Damn, Jacob and Luke's bro. panels. Jacob's okay. and Luke's panels were incredible. Jacob did a panel, video game trivia. Always a good time. I think the VOD, he's going to put up a YouTube video or something. Uh, that was cool. There was a really fun moment where he would basically be like, does anybody in the audience like, he was like, did anybody in the audience review this game? It was some dog trash game that, you know, got, or no, it was a decent game. I think, I don't remember what it was, but it got like an 80 Metacritic score. And this woman like was raising their hand. So Jacob is like moderating. He's like, you, you woman in the back. Uh, like you reviewed this game. Like tell everybody what you reviewed it. And she's like, no, 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 no. And they're like, why not? And she's like, I don't speak English. I only speak French. She said this in English too. So I was like, huh, that's weird. Like, is she trying to, okay. is she just trying to do a bit or like, what's going on? What is this? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't, I don't speak English. So everybody's like, ah, and then Jacob runs over because no. he's a little French Canadian. That's so right. Shouting out French, sprinting down the aisles. The shit was absolutely hilarious. 
And I guess it was true. She was fluent in French, and they talked, and she gave the game like an 81 or something. So okay. That, that, I got to share that clip with you, because that was fucking hilarious. That's pretty clean. Um, other than that, he also did a GameCube panel. Was really did he good. host they the GameCube like, panel, or did he... He did. Okay. He did host the GameCube panel. Uh, that panel was good as well. I'll share a clip. I don't know if you saw the clip on Twitter where this guy is going off about fucking Sonic Adventure 2. I don't watch uh, so basically, it, I saw it, yeah. Basically what it was was, like, the panelists got to pick the starting, like, 10 games or whatever, or 8 games or whatever, and then fans would go up and suggest the game to add and suggest the game to take off, and the panel would vote on if the addition is there. So the guy was like, yeah, I want to add Billy Hatcher or some shit. And he was like, I want to take off Sonic Adventure 2. And I, you can go find the tweet, but this motherfucker was going off. And everybody was like, holy shit. Like, first of all, he's so passionate. And he makes some good fucking points. He was like, that game is not good. Like, tell me one level that's good. He's like, actually, what? think about it, right? Everybody plays the game. They they do City Escape. They listen to that fucking song. And they turn the game off. And that's all that anybody ever does in Sonic Adventure 2. And I was like. Honestly, he's not, he's not wrong, fucking wrong. Bro. I don't know a single level past that running down he's that fucking city. Wrong. So I was like, he was like, and they, they, they eventually rejected him. They wouldn't take Sonic Adventure two off the list, but they were like, he was like, he's like, I don't care. I started a movement. It starts this. It starts now. Everybody's like, oh shit. People were turning <laughs> up. So Jacob had two baller panels, and so did my boy Luke. Um, he did like best video game soundtrack of all time. Very hype. Uh, once again, there was a lot of good debates. Uh, and eventually, Shovel Knight won. I want to, no, no, no. Chrono Trigger won. Chrono Trigger won. Shovel Knight beat out Shovel. Shovel Knight beat it. It wasn't GameCube. This was a separate panel. This was Luke's panel. And this was just best video game soundtrack. Um, so that one was good. That one had a lot of great moments as well. Um, but yeah, so those were the panel shots of them. And it's time Excellent. for it's time for us to put a, a panel in the in the ring. Yeah, so, I'm ready, bro. The player player panel needs to pop out. What are, what do we talk about? What do we have to say? I uh, I was talking about it with Jacob, and I was like, we made a bit. Well, I made a bit, and I was like, all right, what if the panel I do is called Who Can Beat Them? Like who can beat them? All one word. Who can beat them? And the whole panel is just like, all right, we start with this one character, and from uh, there we got to figure out who can beat them. And okay, I, like, I start, and we just the start panel getting off. angry. Exactly. I start the panel off, and I'm like, all right, everybody, we're gonna talk about who can beat them. We're gonna start with one character, and everybody has to suggest characters that can beat them, and we'll just keep going until somebody cannot be crowned can be crowned the ultimate victor. And then I started with throwing a picture of myself up there, and being like, mm. who can beat them? Who can beat me? And, and I throw is? a picture of myself up there. I'm going to say, Dang. I can beat him. And then we just start yelling at each other. We start yeah, voting. Then we start fighting. And then we, and yeah, then we, we prove it <laughs> Prove it in, a real, in real life, actually. What what happens, because I feel like, you know, it's always, if, you know, this is obviously a hypothetical for this, you know, sure. for the bit of this panel. What mm-hmm. happens if the second person or the first person comes up and they're just like, <laughs> Goku? And then, <laughs> like, what, are we done? So my thought was certain characters would get retired into like the the Hall of Fame where it's like, okay, Goku, who can be, uh, you can debate it or you have to, maybe we have to have a ban list 
Maybe we have to have a we band have a ban list. list. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like the people who have been proven to have like you know limitless or boundless potential, like you know your yeah. your Saitama, your Goku, yeah, you know theoretically like you know some Superman type shit. Like ideally, these would all be out. video game characters. So maybe all video games. Yeah, like okay. it all has to be video game characters. All right. So something technically, like that. all three of them are video game characters. Well. They have to have us. They have to be okay. Video well, game yeah. original characters. Okay. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. I, exactly. I, I can see that. I can see that. All right. I want to <laughs> yeah. talk. We got to talk about this off offline. All Let's right. So yeah, I'm gonna go through the games. A lot of the games you already know about, so I won't spend too much time on it. But okay. first game, Mage Seeker. I texted you about this one. This yes. one I played behind closed doors. It's being sponsored or published by Riot, and it's made by the Moonlighter devs. Um, this game is fucking awesome. Uh, and it's really awesome because it just feels super great. Like as soon as I got the controller and I started moving the character around and getting in the combat, you could already tell that the combat just felt so, so solid. And the best way I can describe it is it feels like Moonlighter and it feels like they took that, the combat mechanics and Moonlighter and the movement and everything. And they went back and polished it for X number of years, four or five years. Mm. Like it feels really, really good. And basically, the premise of the game or like the, the premise of the game is like uh, the mechanics are your character can steal magic from other people. And uh, so you're running around, you have like chains like Kratos and you can smash the chains and do melee attacks. But the crux of the gameplay is like, oh, okay, you're fighting like an ice mage. You'll use your ability on the ice mage and steal his ice power. And then you can use that to uh, attack a fire mage and now you have an ice weakness attacking mm, the fire mage and you have see. all these combos and stuff so like i got to play like the oh very opening level the kind of the tutorial it felt really great and then they fast forwarded me to uh, like somewhere in the third level or so and the in this like dungeon so i could do uh some more sophisticated fights with some stronger abilities and like a, a boss battle um and once i got to the third level or like yeah, like deeper into the game, it was just so fluid and difficult and fun where it's like, oh, I'm taking this acid ability from or this electric ability from this enemy and I have to place it down to activate the weakness of this giant armor guy uh, that is really big and hard to take down unless I use this ability. And I'm like dashing all over the place, stealing abilities, going back and forth. And you get like your own abilities that you can like lock into place and take into a level. So I was using those. Um, so it was a really fun, man. It was like kind of chaotic gameplay, but it just felt so good. And I felt so in control. Um, so this is a day one cop for me. Absolutely. Nice. Um, I thought, I think the art was incredible. And I think if you liked Moonlighter and you like kind of like the mechanics of that, uh, this is just like really upgraded. And the, the fact that it has a League of Legends skin on top is just a bonus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When I, looked at the trailer or like you know just a little bit of the gameplay i was not 100 percent sold because it, mm-hmm. it looks a little in my opinion it does look a little scuffed because i feel like the graphics are not for some reason i find the graphics to not be as polished as moonlighter but that might just be my mm-hmm. personal you know opinion on this one but if sure. you're saying that it controls well mm-hmm. this could be a you know this could be a week one cop for me i could get it you know, very early on. And I like the idea of the whole, like, you know, kind of taking the abilities and then using that on another, like, you know, enemy. I, I like that uh, type of style of gameplay. Yeah. And I nice. was in the same kind of camp, whereas, like, when I got the email in my inbox, I was like, oh, okay, this looks kind of interesting, but 
I mean, it's whatever. And I didn't realize at the time it's from the Moonlighter devs. I just saw Riot attached. I was like, oh, it's Riot Games. I can assume that this game is going to be fun or like I'm at least interested in trying it out. And it wasn't until I actually started playing with the character that I was like, oh, shit, like this game is awesome. And Mm -hmm. a testament to how good it is is like uh, I had a demo. Jacob and Luke both had demos. And I didn't know Luke's demo was exactly the same time as mine. So we were like two doors across from each other playing this game and we didn't know it. But I came out of demo and I was like, I, I sent the group chat. I was like, this game fucks, man. This game is awesome. <laughs> and then Luke came out and he was like, this game is sick, man. This is like, this is, this game is awesome. And like everybody between all three of us and a lot of other people that we talked to, this was like the one game that like really stood out that felt like a must play after, after like PAX it concluded. So uh, that was definitely nice. number one. Wow. Shout out to Mage Seeker. Number one. Another game. Okay. Number one. That was my number one game. Um, another game that was really popping that I have actually, I talked about before anybody was talking about it before it was hot. Slay the princess. Slay the princess. You were was on at it. PAX. I remember I that. was on it. You know, it was on camp pause. Very first video I did in terms of like top 10 steam next fest games. Slay the princess was there. I hyped it up. The crowds were there. Uh, I got to talk to the developers. I had interviewed them a while back last year, talking about Slay the princess in the game. So I got to meet them in person, chop it up. They gave me some stickers. It was a good time. But all throughout PAX, huge droves of people circling around to play the game, to watch different endings, all that good stuff. Very hyped. And I think it won a game of the show from a lot of different people. So obviously, the hype for Slay the Princess is real. Keep an eye on that one. It's a good one. Uh, another game I played was Pacific Drive. I think this one was spotlighted by PlayStation, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're in like the Pacific Northwest, you're driving around, there's like some weird stuff going on. I remember seeing the uh, trailer in like a state of play. I didn't really know what to make of it, but after getting my hands on it, um, also probably top three, top four games I played uh, during the time. So basically, you have your car. You can fix it up. You can modify it. You can change the color, do all this stuff. Uh, but you're not stuck to the car. You can get out of the car and explore the, the woods and all this stuff. Uh, so basically what I did was like, you know, I fixed up my car, got in, and I'm driving around. And it's that thing where, oh, okay, I, I have to put the car in brake. I have to look at the brake and pull it down or else mm-hmm. I'll get out the car and the car will start rolling backwards. Um, and there's all this like weird supernatural stuff where like these, these weird orb alien things. And like, for example, one alien like would steal my door off and like the door just get ripped off and it would just go <laughs> and I'd have to run it down and take my door, put it back on. Um, another one took like, like attached itself to my whole car and was just dragging my car through the forest. And I like could not control it. I was beating the shit out of my car. It was sick. Um, and then also there was like this singularity shit going on where it's like, Hey, like you need to get out before this timer runs out. And it took me a while to fucking understand even how to play the game. Cause I was like, I didn't know how to get out the car. I didn't know how to do all this stuff. So it was just super goofy. And they didn't and give you the controls. Not really. No, they were just like, all right, go have at it. And I just kind of jumped into the demo. I was messing around. Uh, but by the time I had actually figured out how to really play the game, I was like, really racing the timer it was like oh you have to collect these three things on the map to basically open up an escape route and like the world Mm. is starting to like terraform and like think like these giant like beams are like coming down on the ground like destroying all of the the area so like i finally got all of uh 
all of the things I needed. And I was like, okay, go to this escape point. And I'm driving up the hills all the way through the trees and stuff. And like, it's like everything's getting destroyed. It feels like, I don't know, fucking, I don't even know how to describe it. Just like everything's getting torn up and there's like portals, like beams like the end of the lava world. looking thing. Like the end of the world. Exactly. Yeah. And it's felt so immersive because i'm like driving i can see the timer and i see like everything getting darker and darker and i have no health on my car or on my person oh, and like no. I, I see the portal and i'm like oh i'm trying to get there i'm trying to get there and i hit a tree and i'm like <gasps> fuck and i like died like centimeters from the escape portal no. and it was like it felt so intense and good so shot two Pacific Drive, that was not a game at all. I thought I would like really end up enjoying as much as I did. Um, but it was solid. It was solid. Ironwood Studios. Ironwood Studios, based in Seattle as well. So shout out mm-hmm. to them. Uh, another game I played, Goodbye Volcano High. We've been talking about this forever. Brendan, been talking about this forever. We always wanted to know you, what Brendan. this is. Uh, the game was pretty solid. The game was pretty solid. Um, it was basically a narrative, uh, narrative like video game. Uh, you're basically just picking dialogue options, but there's like some rhythm aspects in there too. Like I played a little song while I was in there, kind of like a little Guitar Hero esque mini game. Um, it was interesting, like when your play, when your character is freaking out, like it's like, oh, I want to choose this option, but then all the options start switching around. So it's not like just oh, press A to choose this. It's like oh shit, like there's some like interactive like elements happening on top of That's like the cool. the dialogue options. Um, and I guess the premise is like oh, like this is the last, this is your last year, senior year, but also the dinosaurs are about to go extinct or some shit. So. It's like this dark thing about like, oh, like this girl and her band just want to make the band and they want to, you know, succeed. But actually, they're about to die. So seems interesting. Um, I need to see more. This could be like it could be fine. It could be really interesting. But uh, right now I'm like optimistic. It was the Mm -hmm. demo was good. I'm optimistic that the overall game will be better. Uh, I played Fort Solace, which was debuted at like Summer Game Fest. Uh, this is, it's like an interactive thriller game. It has Troy Baker, uh, Ooh, okay. a bunch of the guy from Red Dead, I can't, Roger Clark, a bunch okay. of voice actor. I don't remember. Uh, game was, story. game was kind of garbo. I'm not going to lie. The demo was garbo. Uh, I did absolutely nothing in the demo. It's like, oh yeah, like I'm walking around in this little space station. Uh, I look at this video. Troy Baker's like, I miss my family on this video. I'm like, oh, okay walk through this door there's one quick time event where like this cart is racing at me i jump out of the way press x i was like oh shit like okay now we're heating up now we're heating up and then it's like all right now you just gotta like drive this cart out of this tunnel so i basically got on the cart and i was like oh the door is blocked take this little energy cell put it in the cart go to this like lock (laughs) and do like this press a during the in the green space mini game all right the door is unlocked there's another door. All right, get out the cart. Press A on this mini game. All right, doors unlocked. There's yet another fucking door. No, you're Go lying. to the lock. Press A. I was thinking, oh, on this door, there's a monster gonna jump out. It's not. I can't. I won't be able to do it right. Right. I open the door. Go through. Demo was over. I was like, ain't no fucking way, bro. What is this? Like for a game that 
I remember being fairly like, oh, shoot, this was at like Summer Game Fest or something. We were like, oh, okay, this looks kind of kind of sick. No, I'm I'm not hyped about this at all. Hopefully that was just a bad demo and the better, the bigger game is, is good, but kind of ass. Animal Wealth. Animal Wealth. Dunkey in the Squad. Best way I can describe this, I don't have a ton to say about it, but it's a little weirdo game, all right? Mm. Like, there's a lot of secrets. It feels almost Tunic-esque, um, where it's like, hey, you're just going to be finding all these little secret tunnels, and you're going to find all these little things. And I was talking to, like, one of the one of the people working on the game, and he was basically like, yeah, so there's going to be the standard game that you beat within five hours or whatever, uh, then you can't see everything on one playthrough, so you're going to have to play it multiple times. And then also, there's going to be secrets in there that we're hoping people don't find for like 10 years or something. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, what the heck? So he was saying kind of like how Inscription does Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I guess we're going to do a little ARG. Of course. They've already got the ARG. For Animal Well? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I saw something where I was like, oh, you can win a a free copy or something. Mm -hmm. Uh Somehow, but yeah, I know they're they're hiding stuff in the game, uh, and yeah, playing around like it was just kind of like Tunic in the beginning, where you're just like, what's going on? What do I do? How do I learn this world? Just saw a lot of weird animals, and it seems fun. Just a weird little little weirdo game. Once again, little weirdo game. So is I have there high hopes for this one. combat in this game? I think I saw somewhere that it's like a you're just a, an exploration style Metroidvania. Yes, yeah, mostly. Yeah, I think it's exploration um for example there are firecrackers so for example like i found these firecrackers and you have to throw them to either light something on fire or maybe scare away a certain type of enemy so there'll be kind of interaction interactive things like that but your character doesn't have like an attack move set okay shot one saw that yeah didn't play against a human so i'm still undefeated against a human i played their little ai uh, played all the new characters. Game feels pretty much. It feels good. It feels pretty similar to when we played it back at PAX West four years ago. Uh, four years ago, uh, but I was talking to them and they were basically, like, "Yeah, COVID kind of fucked us, so we basically had to pause our development, which is why it's taking so long." They were telling me and basically all the stuff we already know. But uh, you told me to get your shirt, so I went to the to yeah. one other guy to like the little merch booth. I was like, hey, like, I'm trying to buy a shirt for a friend. And I started chatting him up. I'm like, yeah, like, me and, like, a couple other guys, we were all playing it. We were in love with it back at, like, PAX West in 2018 or whatever. And he's like, oh, that's sick. That's sick. I'm like, yeah, we even got people in your... He was like, oh, yeah, well, we're working on a story mode. I'm like, bro, I know all about the story mode. We got people in your Discord. He's like, oh, shit. He's like, yeah, we be shit posting in there all the time. I'm like, yeah. So I got your shirt, and then I was like, hmm. I guess I got to get myself a shirt too. Yeah, got myself a shirt. a shirt. And then Jonathan was there as well. So I was like, I'll get Jonathan a pen. These shirts ain't, ain't cheap. They're $40. So I was like, I'll get Jonathan a pen. The shirt then, was, wait a minute. Well, it's not, it's not a shirt. It's like a sweatshirt. So it's like, oh, okay. Gotcha. It's, it, it reflects the quality. Um, okay. Cool. So, cool. so it's, yeah, it'll keep you warm. Uh, and it's, it's pretty nice. The, the artwork is really cool. But anyways, I'm like, pen was $20. So I was like, I'll get Jonathan, Jonathan a pen. They upcharge him, bro. I guess they got to keep uh, keep the lights on. And I was walking away, 
And uh, I gave him my business card and everything. And I, I was walking away. I was like, mm, I can't just get Jonathan a pan. I got to get Jonathan a shirt. He was there with us in the trenches playing, getting washed <laughs> by me, just like everybody here. Uh, so I went back and I was like, hey, man, like, you know, I feel kind of bad, but can I trade this in and just, you know, pay extra $20 to get one more shirt? I'll show you the pen. A little volley on it. But he was like, Actually, he's like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So I pay him the $20. I get the shirt. And I'm about to leave. And he's like, you know what, man? Here. And he gives me the $20 pin for free. No He's like, you're way. an OG. Here's the pin right here. He's Buy like, three, uh, get one free. Okay, I see it. He's like, you're an OG. You were talking about the Discord. You were there back in 2018. He knows. Uh, so you know, I got I to gotta look out for the OGs. He's like, here, look. I even wrote OG on your business card after you left. Because, you know, I got to gotta make sure I know. I was like, oh, shit, let's go. <laughs> so uh, you that was on the Discord now. I got to get in the Discord. Uh, two, a couple other games. Elsie is a game I think you would really like. This is the game being published by The Completionist. Mm-hmm. It kind of had a Mega Man feel. Kind of had like a, a roguelike feel. Like it was kind of, it felt really good, but it was kind of wild. Um, basically, the devs were basically saying, hey, this is kind of like a, a roguelike where we're promoting aggression in action. So they have like this parry mechanic that's really crucial. See. And it's all about like, you know, going in and attacking enemies. Cause when you kill enemies, you get like uh stamina back or something, something like that. But it felt really good. It felt fun. All the weapons felt really cool. Um, and go look it up. I didn't get to play that much of it. To mm-hmm. give a full breakdown, but it was really fun. And this is one that I feel like probably would have been one of your favorite ones. Okay. Um, it in addition good. to that, Wrestle Story was another one that people were saying that that was their game of the the show. Not to be confused with what Wrestle Quest, which I mm-hmm. did also play again. Actually, gave me a Luchador mask, a Luchador COVID mask. What? Uh, when I the, played. No way. So here it is. No wait, wait, way. Okay, yeah, that's clean. So, yeah, I got a Luchador COVID mask here. We got to get a picture um, in the Discord. That's a clean-ass <laughs> COVID mask. Yeah, so that was kind of sick. Russell Quest still looks good, still looks great. Um, Russell Story feels like you might also be more up your alley. It's kind of more like that Rumbleverse-esque art style where it's like, hey, you're just in a wrestling world, and we're just having a good time. It's also an RPG, but it's a little more goofy and fun. So uh-huh. um, that's cool. That's cool. Those are just a few of the games, 10 of the games I play, but I play so many more. Uh, obviously can't spend all day talking about it, but I will be putting up probably multiple videos, I think, maybe on uh, – on Camp Pause, covering all the PAX East games that I played. There were a lot of good ones. Um, do you have any questions? Not this? really. I'm going to be honest with you. you you've kind of, you know, talked and answered pretty much any of the concerns that I would have about any of the games that I, I think I would care about. You know, I didn't really have, like, a a list. of I, I, I didn't follow too closely about what was at this year's uh, PAX East. Sure. So I don't know all that was there. But I, Fair enough. I feel I'll like sh- I was there vicariously through you. 
There we go. There we go. I'll share some games offline with you. Uh, some okay. Some games I think you would like, but I don't want to talk too long on the podcast because it's the monthly cooldown. We need to wrap this up. People got to go to bed. People got to get food in their body. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening. If you have questions about PAX West, let me know. Um, I'm on the Discord. Uh, rate this five stars first uh, on Spotify or iTunes before I'll answer any of your fucking questions. Stop playing with me. Uh, big shout to Aaron Miller for the intro music as always. Follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the Hoop Man, where the E is a three. You can find my co-host Arsene here as Pax Arsenic on Twitter and Twitch, or Arsene Lakpa on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep gaming, and we'll see you next month. Game on, folks. Dang.